Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature, featuring Whole World Improv Theater. Today's improvised feature story features the first responders on the front lines of the coronavirus crisis. Um, yeah, my name's Dana Brown. Um, I'm an emergency medical technician. Now, I'll say the nature of my job has changed a little bit, and the way we go about our business has changed in light of the new the COVID-19. Um, you know, we want to protect the people who need it, but we also uh, want to protect ourselves. Police officer Claire Riggins expanded on that point. Well, it's been real hard. Mostly I have to defend myself because with alcohol sales up so high, when I come into these situations of, of domestic violence, usually I just bring um, I just bring a water hose and I spray everybody down in the house so that way I know they're clean before I have to pull them apart. New safety concerns have become a top new priority in this new policing environment, as Captain Todd Walker explained. When we get calls out to these local grocery stores, see what happens is they think we're going to be superheroes and try to stop all the fights. But what we end up doing is, you know what, just freaking going out and hosing these people with Lysol. That's what happens. See, the store managers and the staff, they call us because they're afraid that there's going to be violence. But what turns out to happen, see, what happens is we just disinfect in the public. That's all it is. Some public servants, such as Child Services Officer Durant, have resorted to unusual personal protective measures. Uh, fortunately, I, I keep bees in my backyard, and I was able to modify my beekeeper's outfit, so I'm a little more safe, kind of scares the kids. Some of them think it's funny. Most of them run. And while new personal protective measures sometimes complicate the job. That's right. We are trying to avoid mouth to mouth right now and honestly trying to avoid as much physical contact as we can. If we get a call and we need to go into a person's house, the first thing that we'd like to do is look around the house for any household objects that we can use to assist with the chest compressions. So whether or not that's some wooden spoons or um, maybe a vacuum cleaner. You know, then you got to go get them out from the closet or the bed. Again, like I said, we're not performing mouth to mouth. Um, so I'll look for like a trash bag. But I suggest that if you got kids that have super soakers, you fill them sons of bitches up with some Clorox, some pine saw, and you stick that in and that way you're protected. Sometimes that's not very effective, as you can imagine, but uh, we just have to take whatever precautions we can right now. Meanwhile, in underserved communities, every time we call the cops, they never come. Local residents, such as neighborhood watchman Bob Dylan, don't get me confused with the other Bob Dylan, have taken it upon themselves to care for their own communities. I'm the leader of the neighborhood watch. I'm the first responder here in the neighborhood. With limited resources of their own. I've been using my flashlight, pepper spray, and Lysol. And as equipment shortage is an issue, I picked up some satin satin panties from Walmart and use it as a mask. It's breathable material, man. Let me tell you, that's some breathable shit. We spoke to an unsung hero. I'm Merle Harris. I uh, I work for the first responders unit. I package all the sanitized equipment into cases uh, for them to load into ambulances and such whose creative innovations have helped in the crisis. The face mask situation was kind of low. So uh, my wife 
uh, is not the best sewer, but she did take some of my old flannels out of the chest at the end of the bed. They kind of smell like mothball, but they still work. But the adaptations in equipment... It, it, it comes down to multi-purpose utensils. I have these fluffy handcuffs at my house, and usually those are pretty great because I can take the, the fluff off of them and put it in the washer, so I usually use those. Use a spark. Kitty has a drawer in the kitchen. Yeah, it's hard to get that drawer shut sometimes because whenever we get takeout, they give you that prepackaged spork or sometimes it's a spoon, a knife, a fork, maybe a salt and pepper packet, maybe a sanitizing wipe for your hands, depending on like if you did barbecue or something. Eventually, we're going to run out of forks too. We're going to run out of spoons. You got to think of how can we make this a hybrid material use sporks. I don't see that there's much sanitation in that. Um, we don't know where these packages are coming from. Are only some of the adjustments necessary to adapt to our new reality. If I see people that aren't scattering, I just go up and start having a coughing fit. And then I take my pet bat out of my purse and I sling it around and show it to them. And then that makes them scatter. As new circumstances, People are not staying six feet away from each other. Uh, just last week, we had a block party here that I tried to bust up, but I got ran off. They chased me down, threw water balloons at me, and said, get back. They said, leave us alone. We're free. Create new concerns. I had to stop them from being nude outside in the front yard trying to get a tan or something. And they also aren't six feet away from each other. The bottles that you put pills in, uh, you know, now we're having to put them in Ziploc bags. The, uh, the problem with that is, is they're not as sanitary and they're not childproof. As citizens struggle to adapt to the new confinements of the new way of life. And let me tell you, it's just a mess out here. Too many people around their families. I've had to separate children. We are uh, being invited in a lot more easily than normal. Usually they don't want you out there. Right now they're like, you know, hey, you need a kid, take him home with you. Actually, I have a lot of children in my house right now because their parents were going to kill them. My grandkids are in the basement as we speak. What happens is the, the kids, the kids, they run rampant all day. So what I do is I get my belt and then I threaten them with it. But then sometimes I get chased by the kids. So I think they don't respect my authority. They kept trying to come upstairs, so I put a padlock on that door. I've been harboring the children in my home, much like an old woman in a shoe. Uh, there's a mail slot that I fashioned out of a saw piece that I put a flap in, and I can shoot uh, like granola bars down that chute. Um, Capri Suns fit in there pretty well. Um, so they're still able to eat, but uh, they ain't messing with me and Kitty. We up here on this level. 
So I've been letting them sleep on my shelves. I've been stuffing babies in drawers. You wouldn't believe it, but that's a better incubation than the homes that they came from. And then if I run out of space, I stick the teenagers in the pantry just because they can have the food immediately. They're growing boys and girls. It seems COVID-19 takes all sorts of victims. Whether or not it's directly a COVID patient, most of the emergencies that I'm seeing right now are COVID related. For instance, I'll say I went into a home recently where a woman was slowly poisoning her husband. I'm, I'm down here at the playground. These kids just keep migrating down here. Uh, I've seen sticks and stones thrown. Uh, they started making weapons. Do you remember them fidget spinners that came out a couple years ago? Fidget spinners. Well, see, what they're doing is they're, put, they're, they're cleansing it with Clorox and they put little spikes on it, like from the garden, and they're using it like throwing stars. She got some poison off the deep web, and the problem is that a lot of these folks hadn't had to spend so much time with their significant other. So she was slowly poisoning this poor man's cereal. Well, I've seen some pretty weird stuff. I mean, mostly people get upset about peanut butter, whether it's crunchy or creamy, and if they bought the wrong kind, then dear Lord, it's the end. Also, television shows. Sometimes I just bring around extra TV screens in the back of my back of my car just so I can give them something else to watch just so they can separate each other. So if you can have more than one screen in more than one room, that's the safest way. Also, people not closing doors, that's a real problem. He looked like a COVID patient. Shut your doors. Do yourself a favor. And an unusual type of crime has taken hold. When you go down in a meth lab in Wilshire County, what you see what you see is some magic erasers and pine saw mixed with some fluff. You know what fluff is, son? Let me tell you, fluff is that marshmallow gooeyness that you put on like a peanut butter sandwich. See, but now what they're doing now is they mixing that with them drugs and it's having this effect and it's spreading out like cancer. See, the other day, I caught some kids out there smoking some, some fluff. Uh, the whole fluff situation that's going on is an epidemic. I went and told their parents, and their parents said that they were cool with it. They smoke it with them. I've seen the, the kids snorting the fluff. S something's wrong with society. And as a new epidemic on top of an epidemic spreads with no solution in sight. My wife, Kitty, she makes an amazing s'mores pie with graham cracker crust, chocolate pudding, and she puts that marshmallow fluff on top, bakes it like a meringue. I think these kids that are doing the, the fluff should try that because then they wouldn't want to smoke it. I don't see the benefit, but they would enjoy my wife Kitty's delicious small pie recipe. A new epidemic adds a new burden to the already overburdened workers. Um, normally I have a beautiful head of hair, but the strands on my hair, on my head, are falling out. Then we have to call the paramedics in to try to clear the fluff from their nasal passages. Which threatens to overwhelm an already burdened system. Okay, my hair's graying. I, I'm, I'm turning into someone who, who isn't very attractive. Which leads to a decline in overall care. Truly, we are slammed over here. So if, you, if you're having a minor medical emergency that you can handle yourself, I would say please, please avoid calling us. Um, I think if you are an old lady and you have fallen, 
I think the best thing for you to try to do is just to get up yourself. Which leads to unsafe practices. There is one stopgap measure you can take, especially with the young children. When they are on your nerves, you can uh, duct tape them to the wall. So I need people to just be patient with, uh, with the EMTs. If you have a wound that's, that's gaping and you're, you're bleeding all over the place, bear with us. We might just have to ask you to find a needle and thread and sew it up yourself. Feed them some Benadryl, they'll go right to sleep. So please take care to give the EMTs and other first responders the space they need to do their work. So there have been a couple times where I'm driving our ambulance and there's a cyclist who's going real slow in front of me and I just, they're not getting out of the way. So I just take our ambulance and I'll just, I'll just hit them a little bit. Because when we overwhelm our health experts. One time, you know, the, the foot traffic was so intense, we couldn't get around. So I hopped out of our car and I just, I just started punching people. Then we end up with bad health practices. Well, I tell you, at this point, I think all of the, uh, the elderly people need to be just living in a bubble in their, in their own room. You can get, you know, those, those Halloween costumes that were like, uh, like the, the big blow-up uh, dinosaurs. So just remember that ain't nobody going to protect you unless you're clean. And most importantly, stay inside and just stay safe. That's it. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature Featuring Whole World Improv Theater. This episode of Barely Audible Whisper Improvised Feature was made possible by producer and host Dave Baldwin and our whole world friends Pearl Oppenheimer, Chip Powell, John Dorado, Serena Stone, Scoop Dawson, and Connolly Crowe. Please check out BarelyAudibleWhisper.com and go ahead and check out WholeWorldTheater.com as well. And while you're at their website, be sure to give them a nice donation so they can survive the lockdown. We appreciate your support.